0: This next episode of the Peace on Drugs podcast is brought to you by Skittles! Taste the rainbow! fear the rainbow! Hey guys, Ronnie Rainbow here. I just wanted to come on this podcast and tell you how we do things down at Skittles. I promise at Skittles we use only inorganic high fructose corn syrup which um, has been linked to heart disease, obesity, diabetes, all kinds of great things. Um, and when we're looking for flavor and coloring, you know, we don't go into the woods and sift through the dirt. We make it in a lab. I guarantee all of our flavors and all of our coloring is artificial. And it's great for children. We find Skittles, is, it's a great gateway to harder drugs like Red Bull. And we have all these great flavors. We got the, um, Wild Berry. Original's always a good choice. Sour, if you're in the mood for it. And then we have, oh, smoothies, my favorite. You know what I like to do for my meals? I like to pair smoothie Skittles with my favorite uh, coconut edition Red Bull. Mm-mm-mm. And then for dessert, I like the snack on a, a whole sleeve of the Fave Reds Starburst. Makes you like a very tropical dinner. Makes you feel like you're in the tropics, you know? Um, one disclaimer, I wouldn't recommend mixing Skittles with LSD. If you've seen our advertisement, it's very clear that our marketing department regularly does interplanetary doses of LSD. And um, while that's all good and fun, we have the guest on the podcast today actually did a big dose of LSD in a hotel room in Vegas and. You see, he was eating skittles and he spilled all over the floor. What happens when you spill skittles on the floor is some of them will fall into a portal into another dimension. And then what happens is other interplanet- interplanetary beings will follow the trail of skittles like canceling following breadcrumbs into our dimension. And some of them aren't too friendly, you know. And it, it, the thing is, it wreaks havoc on our ecosystem. So. Don't mix those two together. Or another problem is the Skittles sometimes will be all over the floor. They'll get stuck in between your toes, and you'll end up with a crazy nickname like Old Skittlefoot, which is the nickname of today's guest. So thank you guys for listening, and um, peace on drugs and peace on Skittles. All right, make sure you're following me on Twitter, at Aaron Akulis, that's A-A-R-O-N-A-K-U-L-I-S, and YouTube, our channel is the Peace on Drugs podcast. Subscribe to that and this commercial that i just uploaded with um ronnie rainbow there's a video to go with that there's also a video for the adderall commercial and i do up, some of the updates um have video feeds so follow us on that follow me on twitter um like i said at Aaron acoulis on twitter and also instagram and facebook all right today's guest is old skittlefoot wild dog willie my good friend william wernicke And um, he's going to tell a story of alcohol addiction, um, some of the crazy things that we've went through in our past together. Um, Alcohol is a hell of a drug. And some of the things that you hear, you might be surprised. You might not be surprised if you know me. But, you know, we tell stories of driving too drunk. I do not condone drunk driving at all. I think alcohol is a very dangerous drug and should be, um, uh, you know, be careful when you use it. Um, That's all it is. Be an adult about your drug use, if it's alcohol or whatever it is. Um, But he's going to talk about alcohol addiction and how he went through withdrawal. It's a great story. Um, I chose Skittles as the sponsor for this podcast because Will has a weird uh, obsession with candy. Every time I go to his house, he's, uh, I shouldn't say obsession, he just likes candy. Um, And Skittles are one of his favorites. And when we were in Las Vegas, he ate a micro dot hit of acid and ended up in his hotel room. And I remember going to check on him, and he'd be walking on his box boxers just saying, why is it so cold in here? I was like, because you're not wearing any clothes, man. Put some clothes on. He's like, I've been looking for clothes. And his clothes were scattered all over the floor. And, and then at one point, he's like, I figured it out, man. He, he points at the floor. He's like, you can get in there. You can get inside the floor. He had figured out some portal thing that made sense in his mind. And, you know, maybe maybe there was some kind of portal. We weren't tripping. Um, we couldn't, so we couldn't experience that with him. But he also spilled Skittles all over the floor and that's hence the inside joke that I kind of threw into that commercial but um, he uh, at one point got a skittle stuck in between his toes and was laying in bed and I snapped a photo of of his foot with the skittle stuck in it and um, our friend Jacob Cordell uh, sketched it and Will now has that sketch of his uh, old skittle foot framed at his house so that's the story of old Skittle Foot and why I chose Skittles. Because the Skittles commercials, if you watch them, they're so bizarre. You're like, the people that make these commercials are clearly have done a lot of LSD. Um, it's, they, they have a lot of fun with the commercials. I think they're awesome commercials. Um, I don't think Skittles are good for you. That was another one of my jokes in there. But again, fun commercials. But um, Will is one of my best friends, one of my oldest friends. And he um, had a really tough time with alcohol addiction. He's now, I want to say, almost 10 months sober. So very proud of him for that. Anybody that can beat alcohol, my wife's still um, doing very well with her thing. That she was on what two two guests ago, we went through her alcohol withdrawal. But Will tried to quit cold turkey, and he's going to tell a story. So let's let Will tell it. Again, thank you so much for listening, and Will, thank you for being a guest. We're going to dive right in. Oh, right before I go though, one quick thing. Me and Will mentioned a few different times that this is the first podcast. Because it actually recorded this before I recorded any other podcast. And I wasn't gonna release it. I thought it was more of a just a trial to see how it worked. We tried to do it. I was like, this is probably not good enough to release. And then I listened to it and I was like, actually, it's uh, it's very entertaining. It's funny at times. Um, I joked about white privilege because it's uh, clearly we got away with things that um, some people listening would be like, how the hell did you get away with that? And it is, there's some definite, uh, I think, some white privilege in some of the uh, crazy scenarios where the cops got us off very easily. And, um, and I don't say that, like, in a mocking way. haha, white privilege. It's like, no, it's a real thing, and it's a concern. I think everybody should be treated fairly and um, equally in this country. But anyway, the um, the podcast is not... Uh, just ignore it when I say this is the first podcast. I say it a few times. Obviously, it's not the first podcast if you've been listening. This is the first one I recorded, though. Uh, my good friend, Will Wernicke, old Skittlefoot.
1: America's public enemy number one in the United States. drugs
0: are menacing our society thoughts on the drug problem
1: i had a great time
0: doing drugs so tonight from our family to yours from our home to yours thank you for joining us this is the piece on drugs drugs. all right um so let me turn off this click there we go
1: yeah
0: all right so um, i'm here with my good friend will Wernicke. hello this is the first podcast that he's ever even listened to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so he's saying it. So I've I, seen, I've seen maybe one or two. You've
0: seen them, like you
1: know what I mean. You can watch them on YouTube. Yeah, like Joe Rogan's. Yeah, Rogan's on YouTube. I've seen a couple of those. That's about it.
0: Okay, well, this um, my my podcast is going to be uh, specific to the war on drugs, it's called yeah. the Peace on Drugs, and um, because you uh, were an alcoholic and have beat that, yeah, I'd like to talk
1: about. How, how that was, yeah, it was fucking really fun, man, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it was not fun. it was a good time. It feel better now,
0: well, oh, you feel better now, yeah, but the like the, the going through well, so actually, let's before I get into like what it was like going through the alcohol draws or any of that, I think most people understand what that's like, just you know,
1: I don't think good people do understand what that is, well okay well all right, so let's start there because there's no way that anybody knows what that, unless they drank like I did, at least I feel like I drank more than. Ninety percent of people I know. You did well. So I'll, I'll but we all just, drink a lot. Don't get I
0: drink a lot. We we definitely all drink too much. But you would I would stay there at your house and we would all drink all night. But then you'd wake up in the morning I'd and have to drink and go make a vodka and orange or vodka Gatorade, Gatorade just yep. to go back to sleep. Yep, because you,
1: you were shaking. I actually would make it before I'd go to bed. I would make a drink, put it next to my bed. So when I go to sleep, when it wakes when it woke me up after seven hours or so, you start twitching. Like your whole body, your butt cheeks, fucking everything's twitching. And I would just roll, roll over, grab that drink, it was already watered down whenever I'd slam half of it. 30, well, 90 seconds basically. And then everything goes away and go back to sleep. So that I sleep for another five hours and wake up and finish the rest of the vodka gatorade off and then get up and then start my day with another vodka gatorade. And and just to get your day started. Just to get, just to function. Like wow. I, I did that for years
0: for years and then and then decided that you'd had enough and decided well, to quit cold turkey on your own without any medical help yep. in a hotel room, right?
1: Yep, that didn't work out too well. So tell us. I, I suggest against that. I used to always say I could do it by myself. I don't need any help. Nobody needs help, but I was completely wrong. Like I, uh, I got in a fight with my ex-girlfriend and I left, it's on my birthday and we've been drinking heavily, it's normal. And I decided I didn't want to drink anymore and I left Packed my shit up and went to a hotel room with no booze, no nothing. And then the first day, whatever, the first night, I started feeling weird. And then I got to the point where you couldn't function. Like, I couldn't. Because I, I wanted alcohol. I needed it to, to to live. And I didn't have any there. So, there, I just kept trying to fight it. And I was I'd lay in bed in a ball just fighting it. And I was throwing up every 20 minutes, like, puking. I, I couldn't put my clothes on. My hands were shaking so bad. I couldn't text on the phone. Nobody knew where I was. And there's other tremors. There's the name for them. It was, them. Wor- it was uh, well, yeah, it's horrible. Whatever, whatever it is, and then I just kept throwing up. Like I was, I was to the point where I was laughing hysterically at myself. I remember because I couldn't go. It was like routine every twelve minutes. I would get up and puke nothing, but I'd puke like loud. So like the hotel, this is like two in the hotel. Everybody hears me. Like yeah. I hear them in up the, in the hallway talking. The 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 people came up. The managers came up, knocked on the door many times. The cops came. They thought I was dying. I was like, "No, I'm okay." I kept telling the fuck off, but then I finally I couldn't even. Uh, this is like a, ho- a hotel, not well, a motel. Yeah, a hotel. It's like the, I don't know why I always pictured the, it being like an outdoor. No, street. this is like it's uh, just because of the circumstances of what's happening. It's like per- the, like the Wyndham or something <laughs> shit like that. And, gotcha. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was bad. to the fact, where I missed my I overslept. I missed my flight. I couldn't. They were pounding at my door at 3:30. I had to be out there at 11. Right? It's 3:30 in the afternoon. I didn't check out yet. They're pounding at my door to come. And I I was like, yeah, fuck off. I'm coming. So I tried to get dressed. I couldn't even put my... I was so bad shaking-wise, I couldn't even put my own shirt on. So it took me like 20 minutes to get my shorts on. So instead of putting my shirt on, I I draped it around my chest like a towel and went down to the lobby to pay for the room or whatever. And uh, I dropped all my credit cards on the floor because I couldn't hold them in my hands. Couldn't pick them up. Fucking, so they're looking at me like, this guy got, you know, this guy's on something. And I wasn't. I was just... Not on something,
0: but yeah, for people that, that don't know you, that they, they think they think I'm a drug head.
1: addict. They think I'm yep. in there doing drugs and shit, which As I was You
0: would you would think the same. If you, of not know better. Yeah, I, awesome I, you, like you don't
1: know anybody. But it's no, it was nobody's fault. But like, it was I was actually off the drugs, and that, that, off that the was alcohol. the problem. That was the issue. I didn't have any. That's the problem. I was like that. So anyway, I paid it, and then they called the cops again. And somehow, my ex girlfriend found me. My mom found me, and they came and got me. And I had destroyed the hotel room. Like not on purpose, but I, I just remember I once again laughing at myself because like I would I would fall down like I would take a step and fall like I'd go to try to sit on the corner the bed and miss it and I I broke my finger I cracked my ribs all, all by myself in the room. Wow. <laughs> so and I don't remember any of it. Then you know they came my stepdad came and they got me dressed and shit and they cleaned up the hotel room a little bit. So then the cops were there again and took me to the hospital. As soon as I got to the hospital, I had a seizure like in the emergency room and that's all I don't really remember it I woke up like a day or two later but they had cut all my clothes off gave me spinal taps all that all wow. that good shit yeah and then I woke up when I woke up I had three bags on one arm and three bags on another arm IVs like going in both my arms and because I was so deplenished on uh, nutrients and for, for things, 25 years things to live <laughs> yeah, things to keep you alive I didn't, I didn't have any damn hey it's okay it's just a kitty cat that's, that's Lieutenant Dan barking at the cat. <laughs> yeah, we got... Hey, Dan. He sounds really big in he the, in the he microphone. He does. He sounds scary.
0: <laughs> Look at
1: him. He ain't good. The cat ain't taking no shit, though. Go oh, ahead, kitty. It's okay, Dan.
0: Alright. Oh, Alright, we're
1: good. Yeah, so that's what happened. And then uh, I was in the hospital for a couple days, and the doctor told me my mom was there with me. And I'm the only child and shit, so she's all worried. And, the doctor straight looked at me in the face and said, you got 10 years, 15 max to live if you uh, continue to live the way you do. So I said, all right. And my mom's look on her face, i never forget it. It gives me chills. So I was like, all right, that's it. Yeah. And, as, and then I thought I could do it by myself and went home and I, I was doing fine. And my mom was so upset and worried. She wanted me to get help and help and help. And I just told her I didn't need any. And finally, one day, like a Friday, I spent a week with my mom. In Carolina, then I flew back here, spent a week here in Florida by myself, uh, not drinking, just trying to live. And then uh, I decided to go fucking check myself in to the place down the street. So I did that for a month. That was an experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I really needed it, but I'm glad I went. You know what I mean? If yeah. anything
0: else, it helps. You, you spend a lot of your money to go. So <laughs> yeah. once you're once thousand dollars invested in this thing, yeah. you're like, I should not drink for yeah. a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. And <laughs> honestly, they, I want. It was thirty thousand dollars for the for a month to go to this place. And I don't have health insurance because I lost my job in March. I COVID and lost my health insurance. So anyway, they worked with me. I wheeled and dealed, and they got it down to like eight grand. So I gave them eight grand, and they get me thirty days in there. And it was cool. I mean, it was like, it's like the first week I was there, I was like, I'm out of here. I don't need this shit. This is stupid. Second week I was there, I don't need this. This is stupid. Like the third or fourth. Like third week, I was like, I got comfortable because like, you know, I don't have a phone. It's awesome. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the world. I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about bills. They feed me three times a day. I get to go play basketball, play yeah. whatever, do whatever I want, learn stuff. We go to school. It kind of It's like a school kind of thing. Learn yeah, I, shit think
0: about- I think they're trying to... Program almost program their yeah. subconscious to not rely rely so heavily on alcohol. Exactly,
1: it's what it was, and they do They did a really good job. Like I'm not gonna lie, that There's transformations in Del Ray. They did a good job.
0: So now you're almost six months sober.
1: Yeah, this was uh, July January. Well, should January? July 22nd was so, when I was when, like when five I went. months. Almost pretty, pretty close. Going on
0: the right. sixth. Yeah. yeah, we're sitting here drinking some O'Douls. O'Douls, yeah. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, here's the O'Douls yeah cheers man uh, I'm, cheers. On, I'm on six weeks there you go six talking, months, that's but... good that's good but i don't know i feel i feel good I, I was going to the gym every day and shit when i was in when i was in there and worked out every day and i got a routine they taught me how to do a routine a proper one anyway.
0: well so so let me ask you this though so so you're a bartender also yeah so it's probably talking.
1: something they've told you not to do they said do not go back to work i know when, when me and <laughs> Mae
0: quit drinking and we, we did some just went to some aa just to see what it was about not for us but they, of course, said you should find other work. And yeah. Meg's a brilliant piano player and singer. And and the fact that they're just like you should do something else. Like like what? Be a bag boy at, at a yeah, grocery you, store. And you don't you can't, have,
1: you can't do that. I mean, it's tough. You. Should if you could do something? If else. you can, but when you you've can, done but, this for your, whole, yeah. your
0: of a certain level of income, I'm you can't 38
1: just, years old now. I've been doing this since I was 21. You know, what I mean I, that's what I've done every day for. Exactly, you know, I tried some other stuff in the, over the years, but I've always ended up working or running or doing something with the bar.
0: And so, so you're around jump people all the time. So I guess because the one thing I've noticed. Is i can i just look at people and you see the same people when you used to be one of them mm. and you see the people at the bar every day and you just realize how unhappy a lot of them are oh yeah this is where they're they're drinking. they're they're the drug addicts mm-hmm. and they're there to get their, their drinks and so Ooh. your job is to sell drugs to these people that are True. addicted to what you used to be addicted to yeah and my job is to entertain those people yeah while they're
1: doing it and yeah. just
0: sing songs that their drunk minds can tolerate and which then, is songs they know
1: yep and they, okay remember you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I can't like I try to yeah. throw in some flaming lips they and they don't hear really that shit that no. play, play, some fucking, play some
1: fucking whatever play some fucking whatever friends in low places <laughs> Yeah, we're... they can sing along and they can relate to it <laughs> yeah it's good cause, but it's, it's true man like I worked at bar forever I still like I I, re- I went back to work around the bar again but I told myself like if I if I couldn't Keep my own, like after I got clean, after everything, after the, the addiction's gone, and after actual, because it wasn't a mental thing. It was a, my body was addicted to alcohol. Like it had to have it to function. Like if I didn't have alcohol, I couldn't function. So it wasn't like I just like to get drunk. No, it was like, I don't like to get drunk. I never got drunk. I haven't been drunk in fucking years. Like, yeah. I haven't been drunk in I don't know how long. I just, constantly have alcohol in my Uh, system. It reminds
0: me of that Elliot Smith line, um, boring as a drug you take too regularly. Drug addicts aren't enjoying their drugs anymore. No. I have a friend that's an opiate addict, you know, um, um, and people that are addicted to that, they're not having fun. Like, I'm going to go out and get high on on fentanyl and love it. No, they have to have it or
1: they're going to feel like they're dying. We couldn't, say today, you and I went to go get lunch and we went to Publix and whatever. So if this was six months ago and we did that same trip, I would be from the moment we left, we would have to stay here and have to do what I used to call laps. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I would do it, which that means that I, Will has to have his drink before we leave the house. So everybody always has to wait on me, well, you know, for we'll, Will's making a drink, if they have the drink, they will leave. So then in my head, though, I'm already thinking, where are we going? And where can I get my next drink? Because I'm going to need it and in like an hour or two. Like I'm going to need another one. Like yeah. I have to have it. So like I have to be around someone that has it. So that became, my whole life was structured around the next and, drink
0: and I'd like to bring up this is an interesting thing because of my podcast being about the war on drugs that your drug of that you were addicted to was legal and accepted yeah. and that makes it a lot easier even though it was a horrible situation. Yeah. At least you were able to think about, I need to drink at this hour and this hour, knowing that there's places to get it on every corner. Yeah, well, and whatever. you're not getting, like, if you're addicted to fentanyl or, or heroin, then you got to know where you're going to get it exactly. going to out? Is it going yep. to be pure? What's the purity? Is it
1: going to cost? Gonna, how much is it going to cost? What's it going to yeah. do? Who, who, who do I have to go see and, to get and, it? And then who are you hanging out with to do it with? Exactly. You're hanging
0: out with a bunch of sketch balls. Yep.
1: You know, but, like, hey, alcohol, you could just be at the bar with your fucking best friend's dad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just doesn't. It, it and most people,
0: because it's, it's extremely accepted. It's actually not even just accepted. It's almost promoted. It's almost expected. When you don't drink, well, what's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And if, but now, if you say you're an alcoholic, then they get to put you in a separate category. Oh, you're and like then, oh, then they're then you are like oh,
1: okay, well, I'm so proud of you, or I'm so whatever. You don't, you know, you don't. I don't want Scott. you. To, it's, it's Scott. It's Scott. You can answer. It. Answer it on the phone. Let's he, see, Scott. Scott, what's up? Hey, man, I didn't you mean to ignore your call. We're doing a, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're on, you're on. You're live. That sounds freaking tight.
0: Are you coming you over here? Out of yeah, we're going to go to the casino. Yeah, that's another topic. Speaking of addictions. <laughs> what time? Uh, I, don't I don't know,
1: know. Man, I don't, fucking No plans, dude. I told yeah. you. I have no plans. We're just, we've been home for like 20 minutes. So,
0: Are you going to come over here? Uh, I don't know.
1: It depends on what time you guys are going down there. Well, what do you mean? Why does it matter? Well, because I was gonna hang out for a minute, and do some bullshit, and then if you guys are gonna go down, I'll meet up with you right beforehand. But if you're gonna oh, no, no, do, do you do what you gotta do? Yeah, do, do, your do thing. We'll do, be your we'll thing. be a little bit. Yeah, a okay. couple hours. I won't. I, yeah, I won't, we won't go without you. All right. All right. Cool. Later. Yeah. Nah, that was the first phone call on a podcast. Yeah. On your podcast. Anyway. <laughs> My first podcast. Yeah, Zach. Boom. But, um,
0: what were we talking about? The I um, don't Oh, the, the alcohol. The oh, way, hey, the way that they, they, they separate. Because if they can make you out to be somebody with a sickness that they don't have, because they don't want to ever look in the mirror, right? right? So they don't want to be like, oh, I have a problem. So if you say, well, I'm a recovering alcoholic, then it's cool that you don't drink because you have a See, problem. I don't
1: say, I'm recovering. I say, I've recovered.
0: Recovered. I like yeah. that better,
1: too. Yeah, I've recovered. Right? But
0: if I, if so, when I I don't drink, but I, I, I don't consider, I just, I didn't, you know, I just, I didn't have the shakes or anything. I just decided to take a break. People don't like that as much because if you're like, oh, I'm not an alcoholic, I just, Choosing not to drink, like what? Have a fucking drink with me, dude.
1: Yeah. Making me feel bad. Like, see, me, like, it was like, I, like I said, I had to. Is yes. this, I feel like this is a big, this is a big difference.
0: There's, like, well, I, like, I had an opiate addiction, and that was, um, that was, so I can relate to it in the fact that I, I knew what it was street. like to yeah. have a drug that if I didn't have in my system, I got sick.
1: Yeah, and sick. that, I'm and sick. I,
0: had to, I had to calculate where my gigs were where I could get the opiates and luckily for me even though it's an illegal drug I was getting it from somebody who got a a big prescription so it was pretty much readily available but I had to go to that place. at least it's clean yeah I knew what I was getting and they were free which is ridiculous but she just (laughs) gave me as many as I wanted but I always have to make sure I had them and if I had a gig and I didn't have enough I've been late to gig how how angry are you? Oh,
1: what's that? Like, how angry were you if you couldn't get him? Oh,
0: well, I, I was angry when I was on him because yeah. that's a side effect. And then if I didn't have him, even more angry. Yeah, calling out of work, being like I can't work, and making up shit or here's why I'm late. But you know, it was.
1: That's one of the big things I like because I missed everything. I've missed fucking Christmases, Thanksgivings, birthdays, just little things that you should be as an adult. You should go to like it's in general. Like Scott's like, for instance, his daughter when his daughter was born. Um, her first birthday party. I know it's her first birthday party. Whatever in my head, I was drunk. I was like, it's her first birthday. He like, shit, I don't remember yeah. that shit. But you know, for him, he would like his friends to be there. Blah blah. blah. And we got fucked up the night before, and I didn't go. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go, and I felt bad because like yeah. you miss shit like that because you're because of what? Because you need to drink. Like it controlled. It controlled. It controlled my whole world. I know that. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. But it controls. If you're an
0: addict, and like I say, when I say I call other people who are bars addicts, they're all addicts on some level, but but different levels of addiction. Oh, yeah. And for most people, it's just something that that's not really doesn't control their life much, and I wouldn't even consider it much of a problem. No, if you,
1: they get they get they get drunk, they get they get sick, they have a hangover for a day. That's it. Yeah, and then they go to work for a week and they don't drink again, or they have you know a glass of wine or dinner, or whatever. It's fun. But like when you get, to, I used to be. I remember being in my twenties, like early twenties. I was like, if I ever get to, well, if I'm thirty and then I said something like, if I get 30 and I, I have to drink alone. If I ever drink alone, by the time I was like, then I know I got a problem. I remember saying that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, in my 30s, I'm fucking drinking alone all the time. Like, yeah. all the time. Like, just drinking alone. Not, not this home alone basketball game, fucking bottle of vodka, For yeah. no reason. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. That's that. So, we're doing good so far. For now. I still want to drink. I might work around it every day. I could drink anytime I want. I, I when I at, at work and I see these people. That's come what we're up, talking about. Working in the bar. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, when when people come up and um like these the drunk girls when I'm playing music and like do you know what he top petty and I'm like. Yeah, and then I start playing like Mary Jane, and they're like, oh my God! And they start screaming. I'm it's like, you want to shoot yourself? That's like, this is what alcohol does to <laughs> yeah, people. It, does. it makes you retarded. Yep. And if I'm retarded with you, then I'm like, yeah! Yeah, so we're, like, we're all together on this
1: big fucking clusterfuck of horribleness. But that's
0: why, like, uh, uh, what was it? Um, what's his fucking name? The comedian. But uh, he has a bit about being drunk at the bar with sober people. Why, why the designated driver thing never caught on? He's like, like, that's like, fun, the worst right? like here's what's going to happen. <laughs> You're gonna be sober. You're gonna drive us all around and pick us up at each separate house and
1: do it. Listen, whatever we want.
0: But he's like, hanging out with drunk people when you're sober. That's like, it gets to it. It's it's, it's like it's it's no fun. And also, they can see you're not having fun. They don't like that.
1: Why aren't you having fun? fun? I'm having fun. Come on, man. You can't have fun, man. Come on.
0: It's like, don't take a while to swing at me. I'm having a great time. (laughs) It's because drunk people aren't fun to be around. No, they're annoying. And if, and if you listen to these people at the bar, they sit there and they. It's almost their life happens in a circle. Every day they go to work, they hate their life, they hate their work, they hate their a partner. Happy hour, and then they go to happy hour, they mm. start feeling good, and then they get to bitch about all that shit they hate about their yep. life. And it's the and same go home story. And beat their wife. <laughs> Some of them, yes, <laughs> but it's like they if they if they sat back and listened to themselves, every story might be separate to that day, but it's the same story. Same you're saying the same thing. Your boss did this. This happened, and now you're having a drink. But this is, and it's like. The only way the story that you're telling to a friend who sits there every day and listens to it, and then tells their story every day, if you're both drunk enough, you can both enjoy each other's company.
1: I don't know, man. Like I, I work in the, I work in like uh, two places now. They're not like bar bars like I used to work at, which is good. So like, there's no like, I used to, you know, every shot you took, I took with you. So like, which is I, one
0: thing that Florida has. Yeah, because I was talking about this because Adam's going on day five now or six over. He's trying to do two weeks, which is cool. And Adam's also drank. Like, but the he's, difference he's, is, he's, he's, he's an alcoholic, but it still wasn't like you. But it also helps in North Carolina. Now, granted,
1: you drank from the bar I North did country. anyway, yeah. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. <laughs> and helps. Adam doesn't. Yes, and, sure. and that, so
0: that helps. But he does say he'll have a few beers before work. And see, that's a newer thing. Well, no, I think he's always
1: uh, done right, Yeah, so, Yeah, yeah. to. I mean, I used to. I, you know I mean? I used to always go to, to the bar where Adam worked, and I would have two drinks. Two big, strong drinks. And then I'd go right to work. And then i get off work, and I'd, where would I be? Right back where it was. I remember because when you lost every your day. job at Fridays, you try to get a job at Boardwalk, and yeah, they were like, your nah, manager's man.
0: like, "Well, I love you, man, but I see you here every, every day, before day before you go to getting work. drunk, so <laughs> I can't hire
1: you." Yeah. yeah, and then they did, they did hire me to other joint, or, oh, the other
0: Boardwalks, yeah.
1: And then uh, I, it was like a football Sunday, and we had been up all night at the house, we had no sleep, and I guess I was supposed to interview some. It had to be, I, had, I was supposed to be there like one. I was supposed to call him at one. That's what it was. And it was like 1.30 or something, 1.25. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I called him. And he goes, I told you 1 o'clock. Click. And I was like, ah! So, that's, so. <laughs> Jamie was like a yeah.
0: Nazi when it came to time. Dude, he was people, like, I
1: told you 1 o'clock. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck.
0: I've seen people get fired for being two minutes late. Yeah. But it would be like, this one kid, he was late like two, twice. And the second time, he was like 25 minutes late. And Jamie goes, you like He cussed him out. He's like, if you're late ever again, you motherfucker. And then I see him showing up two minutes late for like his next shift happy like he made it on time because for it's, most people two minutes two no, is, okay. is not late
1: it's acceptable. he's
0: smiling like made it and he's like
1: you're fired he's no! like what <laughs> i like i like i like jamie though i liked him
0: i liked him too yeah. but he was a
1: dick yeah, he was a prick <laughs> yeah so, I, for, I forgot about all that man i forgot about being that oh that other place I, I went down there multiple times like i went into it he was like you're gonna run this and this will be with blah, blah blah we had it all set up like i was gonna work there and then I didn't call him on time. I'm fucking And he, he was like he was like Football Sunday's my day. It's like, I told you to call me and he said call me before one that's what it was. Well,
0: that makes so, sense Because 'cause they're busy football. Then. No, before yeah.
1: he was wanting to watch his football games. Oh. So he was like, So I didn't call him before one and he was like he was too late. Like after one o'clock, you fucking I'm doing me now. Like he's doing his life. He's like you gotta worry about me. So he fucking that was it for that. Damn yeah. Shit, that was like fucking ten years ago, man.
0: Yeah, and then you, um, so let's do one last story for the podcast of, about how alcohol affects, um, has, <laughs> has affected you in your life at times. <laughs> at the time you stabbed a guy. Oh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, uh, that's a good story. So, I, yeah, I did stab a guy one time. Not on, not intentionally, but, uh, you know, a short story here. Let's go, uh, it's regular at the bar. I don't even remember his name to tell you the truth if I wanted to.
0: Even though he had like a lawsuit against you? Yep.
1: Is that still going on? No, 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 no. That's gone. (laughs) They can't get water out of a rock. (laughs) What are they going to do? Get some money out of me? You can't get any money from me. But anyway, so (laughs) sitting there and uh, he was being a smart ass and I was the smart ass as usual and I carry a knife on me every day for always. And... uh, he had like a pizza box or something, and he was like, "I want my box perforated to go," because he was being a jackass. So I took my knife out, and I was like, hey, "Here's your box, you motherfucker, a hole." And I went and put it down, and he threw his hand out, and I put the knife through his hand.
0: So you, so you were trying to stop, stab the pizza box. I was trying
1: to be a dickhead, be a smartass, be like, you just hey, stab we, his pizza box. Yeah, just to be a dick. just to fuck around. We were dr- we were messing around. I was drinking, he was mm-hmm. drinking, you know. And uh, anyway, it was, it was an accident, but I stabbed the knife through his hand, right through the pizza box, right into the bar. Pulled it out, blood fucking shot everywhere. And shit, it was not good. Wrapped his hand up, he passed out pretty much. <laughs> I called I, I I called, I kicked everybody out, I called 911, and the cops came, there was anything malicious here? And the guy was like, No, it was an accident, so he saved me on that. But later on that night, so I kicked everybody out, cleaned everything up, he went to the hospital. That was it. I was nervously shaking, my hands were shaking, not from alcohol, from being nervous. I just stopped. Yeah. I was so I was shaking. I kicked everybody, I was managing this place and I decided to drink about, you know, five or six shots of Jaeger real quick back-to-back back before I drove home, which is like a 20-minute drive, which is really smart of me. But, uh, you know, so I was still thinking about it, and I wanted to get back. I wanted to get to the other bar by 2 o'clock in the morning. So I was speeding, and I was my head was racing, and state trooper pulls me over, and blah, blah, I get out, do the the breathalyzer test. I mean, do the roadside test. I'm past everything, past everything, past everything, past everything. And then uh, he, he said... <laughs> and I, this is my mistake. I, uh, I told him, I was like, the only reason I was a speeding officer is because I just stabbed a guy while I, <laughs> while I put my hand on his shoulder. Like, he was like, this is why, you know, but, and he fucking did not like that. Like smacked my hand up, wrapped me around, put me around, put me on the, the car or whatever. And then he, uh, he fucking, uh, then he goes, I'll give you a breathalyzer. And I'm like, all right. And then, so I blew up, I blew a .09, which is right over the legal limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, come on. You know what I mean? Like, I just passed all the tests. This guy, anyway, the guy was from out of, he was state true, but he was from out of town, doing construction in North Carolina. And uh, so then he handcuffs me and he puts me in the front seat of the car where you're not supposed to, like where the computer is. Like, so he wedged me. I'm six foot two. He wedged me in this little fucking hole in the front seat. And I get in the car and he goes, You got to leave your car on the side of the road. Okay. And he goes, uh, I'm not from around here. Can you, um, you tell me where the jail is? And I said, What? He goes, I was like, he goes, hey, I don't know where, I don't know where to take you. I don't know where, I'm not from this area. So I was like, so you're telling the guy that's too drunk to drive, you're asking him for directions <laughs> on how to take himself to fucking jail? <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, granted, I should have just told him to go to my house, which was like up the street. I should have just been like, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, this is the jail. <laughs> this it's, it's called it. Will Winnick. Uh, <laughs> it. This me off. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was, just,
0: I was just thinking about that with the DUI situation. Because also, let's just... I,
1: I beat, I beat right that, too. They, you the, you the, st- the story gets longer. That's why you're here. The story gets longer, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, then. Let's, uh, let's finish that. So, at, after the, we'll do the end of the story, so I was sitting, I'm at the police station, and um, they're, the guys are cool. They were like, the cops are like, we're going to let you sit here for like two hours, let you come down or whatever, we'll blow again, and we'll get you the fuck out of here. They were like, they didn't want to take me in jail, they didn't want to... We were bullshit. Like, I was talking to yeah. them like we were buddies. And then... Uh, so they go around, and they find, two hours goes by, this is like three in the morning now, three or four in the morning, and they're like, all right, you ready to blow I'm like, sure, fuck it. And uh, they couldn't find a blower. So I'm like, yes, they're like, we're well, we going to take your blood. I'm like, no, you don't. They're like, yeah, we're taking it. I was like, you are not taking my blood. It's like, no. So then this little rookie dude, out of nowhere, I see him, I swear I a quarter of my fucking, I was like, I was almost on three. And this guy goes, found one, I got one, there was one left. He fucking runs out his hand. I'm like, you piece of shit, like the mouthpiece, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, you can't reuse them. And so they blew, and then they didn't know I had taken, like, eight shots of Jaeger before. So I ended up, my blood alcohol was going up. So, like, <laughs> I ended up blowing, like, a one, like a .13 or something like that. And uh, they're like, okay, well, are you going to jail? And I just laughed. It's like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> they locked me up, guy out in the morning. So the first thing I did, though, when I got out of jail was text the guy I stabbed because I felt bad. You know, I stabbed the motherfucker. I didn't, you know? Yeah. So I said, hey, man, I sent a message. I was like... Just so you know, I had a rough night, too. I ended up getting a DUI. That was dumb on my part. Don't ever put text because those could never be deleted. So they used that against me in court because uh. I was drinking. Like, I was drunk when I stabbed, and they used it as that. Da, da, da. I was like, no, I was drinking after. But anyway, I ended up beating all that shit. But that's don't ever text anyone anything like that because they can use it against you because you can't get rid of it. Like, you can't delete it.
0: But also, they could just look up and see that you got a DUI that night.
1: They, 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 they were, yeah, but that's me admitting it. I mean, it's more like... I know. They, they were trying to get me, because in North Carolina, you can't drink. So they were trying to get me being drunk right. when I did it. That was that was their whole ploy. Right. Their ploy was to get me. All right. Well, that was that. That was the whole story. What else was there? Well, then you moved to Florida. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to get this DUI. And uh, mine. I'm the third, so my dad's the same name as me, and... I, uh, I talked to my lawyer. I had one of the best lawyers in, in Charlotte at the time. And what then, was his name? George Lawrence. Uh, that was my lawyer, too, right before I moved. <laughs> George Lawrence. <laughs> and he told me, he goes, you plan on moving to Florida? He's like, I'm thinking about moving to Florida. I'm to next year. He goes, I suggest you go down there right now. He's like, you get a driver's license and make it legal before you get charged with this DUI in North Carolina. I was like, how do I do that? I was like, well, your name's the same as your dad's, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, use his mail. So I did. I flew down here. I went to Canada for a week. Got two pieces of his mail, went to the DMV, got a Florida driver's license, legal, still legal to this day, never <laughs> a fucking problem. And um, But then I also had to do like community service and shit like that for North Carolina to get out of this thing somehow. Somehow this lawyer got me out of it. And uh, But I had to do 72 hours of community service, and I lived in Florida. And so I remember, fast forward a few months, I was living in Florida now, I had to fly back up for my final court date to get tried, whatever. And uh, I had to have 72 hours of community service done by then. And that was on a Tuesday. Well, this was Monday that I remembered to do this, which was one day prior, and so I didn't do it, right? So I'm sitting in Florida, and I, I figure out these ways to cheat the system. Can I say this on here? Yeah. All right. So, no, nobody's ever gonna listen to this. I know. So, so it's like, but anyway, so I, but I, I, found this way out, like, and how to do these online surveys, uh, for community service hours. So I, I had three computers, and I set them up, and I would take one test while answering the same question, scrolling through and doing. So I did 72 hours community service about 45 minutes. <laughs> and, and so I did it all, and then I had it notarized, uh, and I had it sent back to my lawyer, and he goes, you're good. So I basically didn't do a goddamn thing. I moved to Florida. Didn't, the is not on my record anymore somehow. I did community service in 45 minutes, and the guy's not suing me anymore. So. Everything worked out okay. It's just a good story. I could tell a story better. I thought I'm leaving out some things, but it was still, still, still a good story. You beat the system. <laughs> yeah, beat, oh, yeah, beat the, the system. And that's one thing I want to
0: say is it's crazy about our culture is how like popular and accepted it is to drink alcohol. And yet, if you're caught doing one of the things you're not supposed to, which public drunkenness, but mainly drinking and driving is such a thing. Now with, with uh, Uber and everything, it's a lot easier for most people, but as a musician who has to haul around equipment, when I was drinking regularly there was not an option not to drink no, and drive if you're drinking at work and when you're playing music a lot of times at least we tell ourselves I can't play without having a buzz which if you tell yourself that it'll be the case it's not true I play sober all the time now but a lot of times and for a lot of people who drink regularly dealing with drunk idiots at a bar when you're trying yeah. to play entertain them you can do shots with them it makes your show better it makes you more likable to the crowd and you yeah. make more money but then you have all your equipment you can't tell an Uber driver alright hold on let me load all these speakers into your car like you have to drive home yeah and the thing is if you get caught it's a $10,000 fine it's, it fucks you and I, and I understand the logic behind making it as extremely uh, to just try to deter people from drinking and driving because people do die yeah, however yeah. I know people I also die from texting and driving and I've seen people oh. swerving on FaceTime like young girls FaceTiming somebody while driving now if they got caught they would get a ticket but would it be a $10,000 no. fine and it should be it's if, the if, same difference because it's, the difference is you're endangering people's lives yep Oh, but you're, because we're not alcoholics, we're viewed as pieces of shit. Society sweeps it under the rug and says, "I don't give a fuck what happens to you. you." You know, my nephew died, and that so you deserve to rot in hell. But if I'm if
1: I'm a teenager texting while I'm driving, eh. and you killed it, and you say, "You know, you, my nephew died because of texting," then what? So then that person's not that was he just made a mistake. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, is- they
0: might get manslaughter, but they're not even looking at prison time. That's the thing. If you accident, say I'm driving and I've had four or five beers and I'm not even that drunk. I'm fine. I'm driving. Somebody else runs a stop sign. Not my fault. It's their fault. They haven't been drinking. You're... And they die. Say the motorcycle and somebody in the back dies. I'm looking at up to, up to life. Up to yeah. life. But I, I'm definitely spending some time in prison for murder because I shouldn't have been driving because I've been drinking even though I did nothing wrong like legally as far as being well, you know, on the road. That's,
1: that's the truth. Like, I, I don't condone drinking and driving. You know, like, trust me, I've done it to way too many times. Everybody, everybody has. But like, I just, how do you say this? Like, uh, people that do cause accidents and stuff, I would, you know, th- things happen. But, like, that's, I mean, they're like blacked out drunk. You know, I mean, like, you shouldn't be, you can barely walk. Those people that can't walk and they get in the and, car. And
0: th- a lot of those people aren't regular alcoholics. And Some of they, them they, are, they drink but, on the weekends, yeah, they're weekend yeah, drinkers. Yeah, yeah know, they're, so. they're amateurs and they get anyway. fucking hammered. Well, you know, Doug Stand has a whole thing about that where he's talking about, well, where's my individual rights? Like so, you're telling me I'm I'm having a few drinks. His whole thing was a bit about having a few drinks on the way to a party. Not even, haven't really started drinking yet. I just had a few before I'm going to the party. He's like, if some old man runs a stop sign because he's ninety, whose fault is it? The next, the next day, the paper is going to say drunk driver driver. kills war vet. Yeah, but but he's like, but what? It's like, why? Why can't I fucking have a few beers and drive? Why? Because some fucking sorority chick crashed her car into the mall after having two daiquiris? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And and the thing is, I'm with you though. I don't condone drinking and driving because of the fact that those idiots exist. And people die. I don't want people die. So what we're doing is we're sacrificing our rights to have a few drinks and drive because of those idiots. Yeah. But here's where I think the law needs to step in. For one, uh, those illegal fucking, those license checks are illegal. You You should not be able to just search my breath for no reason. If I'm clearly swerving or doing something wrong, then you can check to see if I've been drinking and then you can give me my ticket. But if I'm just, if I have a tail light out, Give me a ticket for my fucking tail light and move
1: on. Unless you smell, like, I mean, get If you people, think, but you know, even they if I always s- say they smell alcohol on you, always. Yeah, but wants. also, that I mean, I've been pulled over sober. It's like, sir, you've been drinking. I'm like, no, have I? Because I haven't had a drink in fucking two months. I was yeah. like, I was like, yeah, okay. No, no, I haven't. They just say it because they want to see your reaction. Like, yeah. I feel like, because a lot of times, you know, people that are drinking, then they start freaking out a little bit. Because, like, yeah, you're right. I have I had like two or three drinks will I blow over? I don't know. In your head, you're playing it yeah. over you know, like I could blow over. I don't know what to do. What do I do? And you start freaking out. Then they see you freaking out and then they know they got you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but say the last time I so I got,
0: when I was way too drunk to drive and like I say usually when I've, I've been drinking and driving it's a, you know too many over the legal limit but I'm fine but I was I was this night I had just had a bad night with some dealing with personal shit and I drank way too much fucking shit faced. But at the end of the night, I was like, I need to go home because all my equipment's in my car, so I need to get my car home. I shouldn't be driving, but whatever. And then my buddy gave me a bump and some blow right before I left. Thank God, woke me up enough to drive. Yeah. But I was so fucked up that I missed my turn for my road, and and when I turned on what I thought was my road, I was like, Where the fuck am I? I was like, Oh, I'm on the road. I was like, Oh, I'll just cut through the campus and then I'll be home. Well, cutting through the campus, I rolled a stop sign, Mm. so I get pulled over, and I was like, Well. This is it. we it you're good? I say everything. And go. then the last minute I like I felt that little bit of energy surging from the cocaine in my blood. I was like, well, you can do this, man. You can you gotta act your, you gotta yeah, act sober. Dude. Yeah. So I sat there, the cop came up and and I, and everything was fucked immediately. Beer that I had taken to go in the bar was sitting in the seat right beside me. <laughs> and um and then I and then went to pull out my uh my driver my insurance card, it was expired. Now my insurance wasn't expired, but the card, card wasn't was. I didn't have So I was like, uh and then he's like also your tag's bad and I was like oh my birthday just happened and I didn't get my tag done because I'd just been divorced was this, my,
1: this in Carolina? no this was in no, Fort Myers so and you, I was, get, you get your license suspended for that in Florida do you do? well luckily I, yeah.
0: nothing that, nothing well, ever came up. Well. but either way so I'm sitting there with all this shit wrong and I was just like talking as clear and concise as I could I was like I just realized I was so busy with work that I forgot about my my tag I was like I'll, you know this and that and and he, and then another cop shows up, and she comes to talk to me, and I, and I, I, immediately was on the phone with my insurance and got my card emailed to me. So I was like, oh, here's my, e-, you know, my card, and I could tell what was happening was. He was like, I don't want to give this guy a DUI. That's paperwork all night. It was like 3 in the morning. She was probably like, I don't want to do it either. And he's probably like, well, you go see what you think. If he's all right, maybe. And so I acted good to her. And she's like, I think he's. let's just let him go. And luckily, probably the end of their shift is the only thing that makes sense. They let me go. I went home. And here now I'm in a place where I don't drink and drive. I don't even drink at all right now. And had I got that DUI, I'd probably still be a drunk because it would have fucked my yeah, life up royally. It did. And it would have made me so unhappy with my everything in my life. I just would have got worse. Dude, I didn't
1: work for a year. I took a whole year off of work when that happened. After that stabbing and shit, I didn't work for a year. It was right. like a whole fucking year I didn't work. I just I had money saved, which was good. But then I just moved to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saying,
0: I well, so, and I guess I, my point would be I think that our system with DUIs is a little bit fucked up. And I think... For some cases, it makes sense. If you, at first, For instance, if you're driving like a maniac camera and you kill somebody, well, yeah. there's going to be consequences. But at the same time, I think we need a, a system that offers people help. You get a DUI, maybe instead of being like, is it, maybe maybe it will cost you 10000 but instead of legal fees and you're never going to get a job again, maybe $10,000 worth of rehab or some kind of thing.
1: Uh, is it in Florida, um, is it three? If you, if you Because I mean, I, I have that one DUI, right? And mm-hmm. I really, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even know if it's on my record or not. I really don't. I don't know. Um, anyway so I think in Florida if you get three like you never drive again or probably um, it, it, it gets
0: very steep something like a furious
1: like oh, jail time That's what oh you get jail, jail time yeah, jail for time. sure but yeah, because it was like yeah, it's like it's like three, and then you just no. Regard. There's a
0: guy I know that's doing like ten years because he's had like he's like six DUIs. Does, yeah. But, but and see that's that, but, that but, guy. That guy needs to go away. Let that guy go away. I agree. Well, also at, by his sixty it's like dude, you don't you haven't had you a haven't driver's license. You lesson. You haven't had a driver's license three DUIs ago. Yeah. And you're borrowing somebody's truck, and you're and you're and, nope. he, and he got he f- falling asleep at a stoplight was his last one. Oh, stoplight knocked no. in his window. You, can, like,
1: you can go away. Like, but
0: also, it's like you clearly have a crazy. I don't know, go to rehab. But but it's your, problem, your problem's worse than rehab. Something's not right. Well, like, what well, the yeah, fuck is wrong because
1: you weighed <laughs> you, you, like sixty. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I was fucking beat up about getting one. You know. what I mean, like I'm just like I don't I don't ever want to get no one ever again. I won't. But I'm um, six. Like, I don't
0: know. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I have a there's this Yo. there's this girl I dated that um I ran into a mutual friend. He's like, oh did you hear about Becca? I was like no no what happened is like oh she got a DUI man and she had some shit on her and I looked it up man she looked horrible I was like <laughs> holy shit DUI she got caught with over an ounce of heroin no, and like a, a whole script of fucking like painkillers I was like and then a co- oh with cocaine possession which was probably that was her that was probably all she had personally she was probably ho- was holding certain. for some yeah, d- yeah, yeah. dumb boyfriend she had or something yeah. but she's like and that was also her third DUI so I was like she's going to prison yeah, because three dois plus an ounce of heroin yeah. and cocaine and pills, you're uh-huh. gone. And I feel bad because she was a messed up. Like she was just was not
1: right. Like this is going back to the way how you act though about um, how you like perceive like how you perceive yourself when you in that situation. So I got pulled over in my new car when I first got it because when I changed my tags, there was a lapse. Yeah. so they pulled me over randomly. Well, I was leaving work, which which means I had a couple of drinks, and uh, um, I also had a pocket full of other shit like you know i had to blow in my pocket i had some pills that i don't do pills ever i never have but like i had like 20 percocet or something like somebody else's it was, I was all in my pocket though so i get pulled over and it's all about how you handle yourself because i knew i was like i got lots of cocaine i've been drinking i got pills in my car i was like my tags are expired but well, whatever my insurance is out so i just handled it you know what i mean like yeah. you just fucking talk i got out and i was talking he was like you talk too much son I was like, oh I'm sorry, officer. I'm just trying to, you know, figure it yeah. out. <laughs> and he's like, you really talk too much. And I'm just like, okay, I will take it. I'll take it to be quiet. You know, blah blah. blah. I like, gotta say dude, my whole pocket all me the whole time. Like I'm talking. Just yeah. Sweating, sweating bullets. Yeah. You know? I do
0: think that it's one of the luxuries that we have, and I and I hate and I don't want to be that like trying to be woke or whatever, but it, being a white man yeah. it helps a lot because yeah. I, 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 this black kid that I know at one of the gigs I play with, he lives in Pine Manor, which is one of the uh, you know, worst areas in Fort Myers, but he comes out of this that bar and he had just got popped with a vape pen. Which um, are, are legal now If you have a me- medical card yeah. which Which kind of goes back to like The black people need to get Permits for your weapons Like you know you can buy these right Cause that's all All a medical card is Is you go and you give The state a hundred dollars You don't have to have Anything wrong with you I have anxiety Boom
1: approved that's what I said My back hurts
0: So you give them a hundred and seventy five dollars Then you can buy it legally However if you don't have it It's a felony He yeah. got charged with a felony And was looking at prison time For fucking two vape parents That's
1: fucking stupid. I was like
0: that sucks Because I guarantee Because I'm white Even without a medical card I'm not, They're not even gonna search me Nope not fi- Like it's fucked
1: up it is it's fucked up but um, it's the truth but it's fucked up
0: it is but I, yeah so anyway i don't want to get on the race tangent but it definitely yeah. takes a, it definitely like my dui may have been different if my skin color was different honestly mm-hmm. i think white men like they don't want to fuck up this dude's life. Dude, i God.
1: got away with fucking murder most of my life i'm not lying not yeah. actual murder <laughs> like i like, this most i've been very lucky i've got away with so much so much shit like if i could remember it i would write a book like i mean you know what if I, mean? Can I could
0: remember <laughs> i that's a great
1: title for the book. <laughs> no, 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 I told you, but the book I was gonna write a year or two. I was gonna say I was gonna title it "Things, Things I, the Things I, Things I Don't Remember." And I was gonna have every person, like you, anybody, tell I, the stories was, that you don't just, remember. Just yeah. like hey, you, you could write a par, you could write a sentence, you could write a page, you read fucking ten pages, and I'll take a collaboration of every all my friends' memories of some stupid shit that I did. And I'll put them all together in a book. Things that I don't remember. With yeah. Reneke. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't write shit. Like it's, I'm not writing anything. Yeah, everybody gets royalties. You know? you know, and
0: I gotta say this old old expression. You know, um, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But We're you know, you know, only reason it's a hell of a drug is because alcohol's a hell of a drug, yeah. and cocaine gives you the ability to remember to, what you're doing and to, on alcohol
1: well, and, I, and keep functioning and function. Yes. So because alcohol's the drug that makes you. I think I think actual cocaine actually made me um, forget more. Like really? I, I remember, like if if I had one of those nights where you were drinking and we start doing some blow because I'm drinking, like I'll wake up in their day and I won't remember anything. It wasn't because I was too drunk. It was just because I did. I'm showing the the blow messed with my brain a little bit to where I would it would delete what happened. Like I would really? just yeah. So it wasn't the booze. I mean it was sure of course it was the booze. But I, I remember just those certain nights where we, if I did a lot of drunk, if I did a lot of blow, I would wake up and i would be like wow I wasn't that drunk last night. And I don't remember anything still. This because it was when I started doing the cocaine and then I would forget what happened afterwards. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. Well, it affects everybody
0: differently. Yeah. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It is. But it uh, is. alcohol is not to be um, no. underrated. I mean, as far as dr- drugs go, alcohol kills more than any other drug. Yeah. Uh, I guess besides um, nicotine or tobacco maybe, might be number maybe, one. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But uh, alcohol both, is one Both of legal. The, yeah, both legal <laughs> and both widely accepted. Uh, tobacco less now. Yeah. But alcohol is extremely, it's advertised. If you watch the Super Bowl, I mean, it's, it's everything. It, it's everything. It's alcohol, alcohol. Actually, to the point where when I quit drinking, and I'm sure you experienced this watching sports. You're like, well, what if I go to a game? What am I supposed to do? It's like, yeah. what'd you do when you were a kid? Yeah. You liked the sport, and yeah. you enjoyed the game. No, yeah, no. We like, used to just go just to get fucked up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I went, We went to a concert once, me and Rayburn, sewn so to a pilot's, and this is before we were 21, so we got somebody to buy us like a, a case or an 18 pack, I think. So we get to the parking lot we're like, well, we, we um, the girls we were with locked the car and said, so we'll meet you in there. So we're out drinking beers in the parking lot. Rayburn's like, well, if you leave these beers here, someone's going to steal them. So we need to finish them so we sat there and drank <laughs> all 18 of them before we went in you and were the concert, miserable the concert was over before we went in <laughs> yeah. they were leaving like you missed it like what we, we had never. a good time yeah
1: we had a great great <laughs> pilots um i'm sure it was awesome you remember that show I me and you went to our text the other day black crows yeah and we went and a bunch of coke and what i forget what there was that wasn't that, was that was gonna be a good show it would have been a great yeah, show that was, but uh, cocaine's not a good drug to enjoy music we on. did too much and then I remember being I think I think I looked at you we both looked at each other at the same time we were like hey man uh, you fucked up man. you wanna get out of here yeah alright yeah. <laughs> like, right. fuck out uh, of here yeah. dr-
0: drugs are great at concerts if you're doing like psychedelics or weed yeah. but and alcohol's alright but cocaine's the worst yeah. don't, don't do a bunch of I went to a Tool concert with Sean Brun, well, I shouldn't bring him names yeah. Yeah. but with an old friend of mine yeah. we did a bunch of blow and uh, watched Tool and I was like I just wanted to leave, How's that? I want to be here, yeah. like, it
1: sucks because Tool is one that's, of my favorite bands. That's what I hated, like, cocaine so much for towards the end, because, like, I was miserable. Like, it was, like, there wasn't anything Cocaine's fun. Cocaine's not on. a good job. It wasn't fun anymore. Like, it was, like, what, 20, like, well, shit, well, 15, how old am I? 15 years ago, like, I would, like, oh, yeah, this is it. it was, this would be, like, my party drug. Now, mm-hmm. I got to the where it's just, like, it was, like, alcohol got to me. Where it was, like, it was just, like, it was nothing. It was just, like, a going through the motions you know what I mean? Like, I have to get up and I have to pour a big drink and I have to drink it. I have to do a line of cocaine. Yeah. I have to then continue that cycle. And there's no ups. There's no downs. It was just like a fucking even keel of miserable.
0: Yeah, and you know what it <laughs> is? I, the way I look at it is you don't want to add things that you, for your appetite, right? We already have an appetite with thirst and food that we're born with that we have to have to live. Let's add... Tobacco to that yeah. need that now. Okay, yeah. let's add alcohol. Let, no, let's I add cocaine. That. Now that all these things you always have to worry about. Do I have and this? Then, do I have this? What do I do you, have this? What do
1: you cut out? What did I cut out? What did I cut out? of those five things you just said? I cut out when I get. I cut out food. Oh yeah. So like I just wouldn't eat. Like what I had get? no. I so had you're had,
0: getting all your calories from the gatorade. From
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> I I couldn't eat. Like I physically couldn't. I wasn't hungry. Like I had to force myself to eat. I would have to like. On my day off, I would have to smoke a lot of weed and maybe, hopefully, eat a, a good meal. For, like, years. Dude, I was 155 pounds. Dude, I'm 200 pounds right now. But, like, I was 155 at one point. Like, four or five years ago, I was 155 pounds. I'm 6'2". That's, like, not cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you look way better, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I feel better. I, I honestly love not drinking. I, I do miss sometimes. That, sometimes you want to get stupid, but you want it to be fun like it
1: is, like it was back in the day. It won't ever be that again because that's just your brain striving for more. This is what drug addicts do. I know, you, and that's why, like.
0: why I, I think for, for me the best strategy is going to be just to cut alcohol out of my life. And the thing is, if you can substitute weed,
1: right. pot,
0: pot's so much more healthy. And the thing is, it never stops being fun for me. I can get high. I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I'm like, nah, man, fuck I'm it. I'm
1: still laughing. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm high right now. <laughs> Me too.
0: Well, let's end on that note. All high right now. Yeah,
1: right now. All right now.
0: Cheers. This is the first podcast. Will Wernicke. and we're hey. gonna do this again as cheers. we if I, we get more of these podcasts going and get into a flow.
1: Well, this so. is very cool. I've never done this before. So, uh, bye. Bye. Anybody bye. Anybody who's listening. Bye. <laughs> cheers. <laughs>